Hi. Hello. Welcome. Have you heard the good news about the new dispensary in Wellfleet that's going to have live music? Excuse me? In Wellfleet, Massachusetts, which no. is on Cape Cod. Stop. There is a n- oh. Hi, I'm Kat slash Dylan, and I use they, them pronouns. Hi, I'm Sophia, and I use she, her pronouns. Uh, <laughs> I just breathed and spit. Um, so <laughs> thought you, I thought you were going to say I've been trying a little bit of that dispensary in Wellfleet. <laughs> no, I, I have not. Um, but what? Um, so but we it will hasn't this summer. Yet. It's on Saturday. We will this summer. Absolutely. I am um, 21, about to be 22 tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Happy we are, birthday. We are both legal and weed is legal in Massachusetts. Yeah. So Cape Cod, Wellfleet, Massachusetts, there is a new dispensary. It's the second dispensary in Wellfleet. There's already one in Wellfleet. Um, and there's a new dispensary opening and it's going to have live music, which I've got so many questions yeah okay so it's it's just doing it's doing like for its grand opening there's gonna be live music is it just is it just live music for its grand opening or is it like every friday through sunday we're gonna have live music there's gonna be like festivities occasionally because they're teaming up with local coffee shops and local musicians that's fun um Another fun thing about this dispensary, it's called the Piping Plover Dispensary. It is fully powered by solar panels. That's fun. Yeah. Cool shit. Yeah. I have to move my microphone to the other side. Hang on. Get ready for some bad microphone sounds. Although I talked over them, so you might not have. Ooh, there's there's now two recreational dispensaries in Provincetown and two in Wellfleet. Um, I love... Wellfleet, the thing I always associate with Wellfleet is the um, the uh, drive-in movie theater. I forgot there was um, the drive-in in Wellfleet. Yeah. Sorry, I'm at, um, I'm back home, so my mic setup is back to... I have it's, to, like... It's a work in progress. Well, I had it the way I wanted it really good for several months when, we, when I was at home. And then... Hmm. I went to school and I had it really great for five months, except for those yeah. 10 days, except for the two episodes I had to record when I was COVID. Um, but we won't, we won't talk about that very much, um, even though I love to bring it up. But, but now I'm back home and I have to figure out a whole new setup. Yeah. So... Um. Dude, I'm looking at this, the Wikipedia page for the article I'm going to read. Oh, I'm going to read the article, and then we're gonna, I'm going to give some background on the Wikipedia mm. page. And I, this, it says National Trust. I really thought it said National Treasure. Also, I really thought my mom a couple, I really thought my mom a couple nights ago, she, she didn't call my dad a horrible person. I really thought my mom was going to, well, she did. We were playing a game. Ah, yes. We were playing, we were playing a game. And, and my dad did something in the game, and she said she called him a horrible person. But I really, really thought my mom was going <laughs> to... You know when you're, somebody says a word and your mm. brain fills in the rest? I really thought my mom was going to call my dad a whore. <laughs> I, 
I one time was playing a card game with my ex-boyfriend's bro- little brothers, <laughs> and one of them did a move against me, and I said, boo, you whore. <laughs> I'm thinking. Like, well, I feel like that's different. That's like, that's quoting me. That's quoting Mean Girls. I really thought my mom, my mom who's, my, my dad made a call. We play Euchre in my family a lot. Mm-hmm. It's the family game, and it's played in teams, and it, the teams are rotating sometimes, but traditionally it's been me and my dad versus my mom and my brother and my dad made a call and Mm. my mom looked at him and go you're a horrible person and i really thought my mom was gonna look at my dad and just go you're a whore (laughs) for clarification um the this ex-boyfriend's little brother was a 16 year old boy and did not know that i was quoting mean girls oh no (laughs) that's not good and was just like huh (laughs) Oh, I was like, boy. I'm sorry. I spoke without thinking. Dude, oh, I, I saw my mic sensitivity. I saw somebody. I should do that too. I saw oh. somebody. Oh, I it it's not important. I matched with somebody on Hinge and then I got I got wine drunk a couple nights ago mm-hmm. after I finished my finals and then Congratulations. Thank you. I got wine drunk a couple nights ago and then decided to open up Hinge for the first time in, like, months. Um, literally Me too, th- but replace wine drunk with very stoned. Dude, literally for the first time since... I don't know if I've talked about this, but Jack and I, you know, Jack, who is on the podcast, mm-hmm. we literally matched on Hinge and then both decided, like, nah, let's be friends. That's more fun. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally for the first time since I matched with Jack on Hinge. Also, um... Either he deleted Hinge or unmatched with me because I can't find our conversations on Hinge, which is um, very rude of you if you're listening to this, which (laughs) I know you are. So um, you better hit me up and tell me what happened uh, because I want to look back at your profile. (laughs) I also put in my now the way so Hinge now has this thing where you can talk about like your like what you're comfortable with dating, like your, your dating thing. And I put in my bio your like virtual like your your safe dating preferences, and mm. I said I'm fully vaccinated and ready for a hot girl summer, but keep your distance because people scare me and I have anxiety. Yeah, so, fuck yeah. so if you see me on Hinge, and you live in the greater Boston area and see me on Hinge, hit me up. I also for a brief period didn't realize that you can set your age as a deal breaker, so I took that off and immediately a 39-year-old man popped up and I realized that no, Oof. I want to keep age as a deal breaker because yeah. I don't also here's a here's a thing. I set my hinge preferences to everyone. Mm-hmm. And consistently it shows me more men than it does any other people. Do you mm-hmm. find that? Yeah, pretty much. Um it like, really depends I, on where I am. Um, like, I will have to go in and turn off my preference for men if I want to see gotta other people. you got to be like, I, I want to not see men right now. I would like to not see um, men. I got like a... Um, oh, I was like updating my Hinge profile because it's been a zillion years. Um, and... Um, Oh, but I was like, I was like updating my hinge and I got this like little pop up and it was like, would you like to answer a survey about gender, about hinges, gender options? And I was like, yes, because I have many complaints. They're bad. And I did that. I complained about it. As somebody who is a queer 
person who is interested in like who is as somebody who is you know what I at this point I'm like I was talking with my therapist about this and I was like I was like I won't drop my therapist's name on here but I was like there I was like therapist I'll come up with a name. What's a great, what's a good. Let's use Susan because there's this person who went viral on TikTok for talking about Susan, their therapist, but it would always be Susan. You can't say that. Like, like the way that um, they talk. David. Yeah. Susan. Yes. But um, my, 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 my therapist whose name is not Susan, but my, my, our therapist Susan. Both of our therapists' yes. name will now be Susan. But everyone's th- therapist Susan. <laughs> my therapist. I was talking with my therapist Susan, whose name is not Susan, but who we will call Susan. Um, and I was like, "Well, Susan, um, I am having a bit of a crisis because I don't know. I I don't know anymore." And she was basically like, "Well, you don't need to know, and that's okay." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'd like to." She was like, well, what do you know? And I was like, well, I know I'm not straight. And she's like, well, there you go. <laughs> that you know something. And I was like, that's great. And she's like, so when people ask you, you could say something like your sexuality is evolving. To which I responded, ooh, I like that. It makes me sound like a Pokemon. <laughs> My sexuality is Pokemon, but not, not in a furry way. My sexuality is Pokemon, but only because I am evolving. My se- and and that was the, like the very end of our session, and she was like, "I think that's a good place to end." <laughs> I was like, "Should we end on that note that I I am like a poke I like a Pokemon can evolve and am evolving." Should we go to our? Did yeah, you? Should, have- we, should we maybe talk about stories? <laughs> should we maybe talk about the good news today? The the good news. Um. So, do you want to go first or should I? Because I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about mine. <laughs> I think, I don't know that we'll have a lot to say about mine, but I do, I have, I have a good one that's not, like, super serious. Do we do big um, story? Mine's real not serious. Big story first, big story second. Big story first, right? Mine's yeah, not a Do you have a, you have a big story because you have Wikipedia. I have something that we're going to have a, I feel like we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, let's start with yours. Scientists unravel a mystery about naked giant carved into an English hill. Same. <laughs> so I saw this and I immediately said, huh? Huh? <laughs> what? I, I looked at this. You should go. Um, the, the name of the giant is the Cairn C-E-R-N-E. Abbas, A-B-B-A-S, giant. You should go look at pictures of him um, because he is huge and he's got a big old wiener. Oh, he does. He has a huge wiener. Um, And I, at first when I heard about this story, I thought it was like a prank. And then I, so I went to the Wikipedia page um, and it's not a prank and he's like dates back to like the 17th like they thought he's prehistoric literally um dates back to the like the oldest recorded account of him is from the like 1694 yeah according to wikipedia i opened yeah. wikipedia yeah page. literally i'm the, yeah so this is why i had to go to the wikipedia page cuz i was so f- curious about it after like briefly glancing at some of the other stories because i was like 
fucking you're telling me there's been a gigantic nude man on the side of an english hill for like 400 years and i didn't know about it until now what the fuck um sorry just i just want to throw something out here i'm looking at the wikipedia page and they um they kendalled him in some of the rec- records <laughs> yeah. of him yeah in they the did hundreds yeah in the 1800s during the like the vi- that's the victorian era right perhaps which is i th- which is the era where they were like no sex we don't talk about sex although our queen Many eras. yeah i know but the victor i find the the victorian era very interesting because queen victoria did had a had many a child but literally did not care about her children do you know this about queen victoria i find queen victoria fascinating i hate the royals but i find queen victoria fascinating because all she cared about was fucking prince albert huh because um he had fun fact do you know why they call a penis piercing a prince albert did he have one? Yes, he did, because his penis was so big, he had to strap it down when he went horseback riding. So he pierced it? Yeah, he pierced it so he could strap it down. So it like that wouldn't... sounds more painful than like just wearing a jock strap. <laughs> so it wouldn't get in the way. He had to, like, at least that's what did I've heard. Did they not have cups? No, it was like the 1800s. But they, but they had them... They had them, um, they had cod pieces in the, in the, during the, um. But, like, horseback ride. During the Crusades, they had cod pieces. He, but, like, he had to, like, he, like, strapped it down to his leg. That's at least what I've heard, which is why they call it a Prince Albert. (laughs) I hate this. I hate this knowledge. I just. (laughs) You're you're welcome. I've given you, I've given you cursed information. Tear? No. If it's strapped down by the piercing? But it's strapped to his leg. That just doesn't feel secure. Like, that feels like... I could be giving you... I mean, I, theoretically, anything I say that doesn't come from an article could be false information. Yeah. Just like... But, like, imagine if you were, like, pinning your ears back by your Here, ear I'm Googling why did Prince Albert... Have a Prince Albert... Why did Prince Albert have a piercing? Uh, Prince Albert's piercing. Everything you never wanted to know from the Huffington Post UK. Here we go. Thanks, HuffPost. HuffPost UK. Um, Legend has it that Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert, had a urethral piercing to assist... to assist the hang of his genitals within relatively tight trousers... So, like, it, it weighted it. I guess so. There's also a theory that Prince Albert had Pyrenees disease, where the penis curves and the piercing may have been an attempt to straighten it. However, none of this has been proven, and we should probably take that with a pinch of salt. I had a dr- sorry. This is most totally people random. fun. One of these is one of the questions on here is does it hurt? Um, somebody who has a, a piercing on his penis says it is less painful than a nipple piercing. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Um. Sorry, I just remembered that last night I had a dream that there ah, was a secret. Stop, fuck off! Not you. Sorry, something started playing in the window and it scared me again. <laughs> 
Last night I had a dream that there was an, a second secret season of Doctor Who that had Donna Noble in it. Dude, I was looking back because of the stuff that's happening with your phone. You texted me on Facebook Messenger. I looked yeah. back through our Facebook Messenger conversations and I literally wanted to throw my phone out the window because they're so cringy. Oh, <laughs> they're really bad. It's like I literally at one point say I've like converted you to Whovianism or whatever. It's bad. I mean, you did. <laughs> I, I did. And I'm sorry. Yep, it says I've con- I've successfully converted another to Whovianism, and I'm sorry. And then you sev- send me several long I texts. I was telling you in detail about an episode of R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour. Nice. Uh, Remember when I edited every conversations with G2G? G2G Bizies. Oh, man. Oh, you sent me a video of an otter. I also sent you a Torchwood AMV. Oh, man. Wow. Dark days. Anyway, yeah, so he had a penis piercing. Mm. See, I... <laughs> Back to Prince Albert. Anyway, back to this well-endowed, um, they've Historical discovered... figure. They've discovered something about the carne. It's not carne, because carne. Cairn? Maybe it is Cairn. I don't know. It's old English. It's probably old English, right? Cairn Abbas Giant. Well, didn't the English have a thing with giants? Isn't that a whole thing? Like yes. the Eng- the English di- giants, right? I'm not making that up, right? Yeah, they they were a bit obsessed with giants to the point where some people, some conspiracy theories are like there must have been giants in Europe because England just fucking loved them. Yeah, I feel like I remember reading like a story or like listening to a story that had something about giants. Anyway, so this article comes to us. It's very recent. It's from uh, May 17th of this year. It's by William Booth. Is that Bruth? No, I put an, I stuck an R in there. It's Booth. Um, another fun thing about dyslexia is sometimes you just chuck letters where they don't belong. You're like, you get an R and you get an R and you get a T. Anyway. Some days the articles on this show might as well be alphabet soup. Um, London. I like when articles begin with, like, a place. Yeah. <laughs> it's like setting the scene in a movie. Um, London. London. <laughs> 1960-whatever. There's nothing especially subtle about the Sarn Abbas giant. He's a big fellow, 180 feet tall, wielding a giant club. He's naked. Very naked. Carved <laughs> into a hillside in rural Dorset, southern south england the giant is an ancient cartoon character of sorts outlined with white chalk for centuries he's been a sort of mystery and fascination alongside religious and political intrigue who created him when and why is this like okay what is your opinion on crop circles what do you mean by that (laughs) i mean exactly what i asked you what is your opinion on crop circles I I want to make them. I think I think they're I think they are a cool art 
they they're basic they remind me of the remember the prism story they're a cool oh, art the, project yes sorry specifically I, I, in most cases to fuck with people i'm sorry so i was looking for um i i was google image searching the saren karen of his giant and there is a picture of people fucking on his dick excuse me yep i'm gonna share your screen i want to i mean i i'm i'm just what there's a it's a youtube video excuse me from the international times the magazine of resistance um basically there is a tradition of couples that are having trouble conceiving making love on a barmy summer's night On the penis of the giant? On the giant Celtic god's sensual sword. Okay. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, to each their own, I suppose, but... It's also apparently a popular spot to, to um, have sex for the first time. Oh, boy. This... I'm having a time right now. This video, I just well. So we there's we have a lot we have a lot to cover in this article. Oh, here's the um. What does that say? It's a it's a transcript of the video. However, uh. there's statistical evidence to show that childless couples have reaped a reward by making love on a balmy summer's night on the giant. Celtic god sensual sword. I hate that. I hate that. Okay. So, who created him? When and why? Did the Romans make him 2,000 years ago? Did he resemble the virile lion slayer Hercules? But is Hercules is Greek? Um, or. Uh, Hercules is Roman. Is Hercules he? is Greek. Her- oh. Well, I'm dyslexic. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Or is he an older, more obscure, Bronze Age Celtic deity? Or am I? Is my mic? Whatever, it doesn't matter. It it does, but it doesn't. It's okay. Um, or was he a later creation designed to mock the 17th century Lord Proctor of England, the admired slash Lord Oliver Cromwell, as the Victorians speculated? I really like that last one. Um, side note, I'm I'm still on Google Images. Uh, there are some uh, fertility chalices that depict this man. Oh my god! Well, I mean, he does have a giant dong. Yeah. How? How? How like, big? What is, is the? Yeah. He's a, he's 180 feet tall. What percentage of that is dong? Probably a lot. A hundred. So a hundred and eighty feet is about. Oh, what's a hundred and eighty divided by five? Uh, thirty-six. That's thirty-six of me stacked on top of each other. Uh. I am five feet tall. Five foot. Well, I'm five feet. I'm five foot one. 
Mm. That's what it says on my driver's license, which expires tomorrow. Ooh. Even though I have renewed it, it's fine. Um, now, a respected team of archaeologists examine, examining bits of an ancient snail shell and the radiation emitted by single grains of sand think they've uh, definitively nailed down his age. It's a oh, bit... Nice. It's a big surprise if you're into this kind of thing, which the English are. The mm. giant was hewed into the hill in the late Saxon period between uh, AD 700 and AD 1110. The highest probability is AD 908, the scientists say. Every archaeologist I know, including me, had it wrong, said Michael Allen an independent geoarchaeologist and leading expert on ancient mollusks. That's a cool thing to be a leading... Sorry. That's a really cool thing to be a leading expert on. Can you imagine being like, yeah, I am the world's leading expert on ancient mollusks? That's very cool. I love the fact that he's involved in this project. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, me? I just, like, dated a penis. Yeah. I love how shocked this man looks. The giant? Yeah. He's like, oh no, you've caught me outside. With caught my dick with out. My willy out. Oh my god. Sorry, I've I've gone I've somebody unauthorized gave him a mask. Oh my goodness. A, a COVID mask. Was it did they carve it into the ground or did they just like paint like put it over him i think they probably it looks hang on now i'm looking at it um hmm do 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 apparently the locals think it's really funny what that the that That he was wearing a mask yeah, it, I can't tell because I'm, I'm not really reading the article closely. If you want to continue looking into that. Um, so Michael Allen, who participated in the dig, the world's leading expert on moss, um, the professionals thought the giant would be far older or younger than he is. He's middle-aged. He's either older or younger. <laughs> um, that's exciting, isn't it? Um, we're... We're brilliant, but it turns out we don't know anything, Alan told the Washington Post. I think that's really funny. Yeah. Um, the first documented mention of the giant doesn't appear until 1619 in a church warden's account of payment of three shillings to restore the site. Wow. Okay, that's really cool that he wanted the site, that this guy wanted the site restored mm-hmm. in 1619. See, we know it's older than 1619 because he's like, please restore this. Yeah, please fix this giant man's penis. Um, If the new date range of this creation is correct, that means that the giant may have disappeared from history for 600 to 700 years into weeds and wildflowers, as it were. Uh, These days, the giant can be seen and admired clearly from nearby roads and village. From the nearby road and village. You do not need to be in a hot air balloon in an RAF Spitfire or operation drone or operating a drone to see him in all his glory. 
Jesus Christ. Um, he is one of the most visited of the hill figures in England for pagan buffs, fertility cults on a bucket list. That is a weirdly worded sentence. See, sometimes the articles that are written by, like, the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Boston Globe, they're great to read, but not Hard out loud. Hard to read out loud. Hard to read out loud in a podcast. Um, the giant is not only notable for his tall size, but his for his... What? See, this is what I'm talking about. The giant is not only notable for his tall size, but his nakedness, specifically his phallus. Uh, he's been kind of crumbly rocks. He's been kind... Man, word soup today. He's been a kind of crumbly rock star since his rediscovery 300 years ago, but featured predominantly in gentlemen's magazines of the 18th century. Incredible. <laughs> Um, he's a great conversation piece, that's for certain. Said, oh my god, we're about to get probably one of the, a fantastic name on this podcast. Very British. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Martin Papworth. That's very British. Very British. A- an archaeologist who has led the research for the National Trust, which owns and protects the site. The figure was originally created by people digging a trench through the turf along the hillside, then filling in the outline with pounded chalk, a soft white porous limestone, famous, oh, like the famous cliffs, white cliffs of Dover. Hmm. Dating the site has been hard. First of all, it's protected by the Secretary of State as a monument of extraordinary significance. I feel like that's a very British thing. I know the U.S. probably has something similar to that, but... Um, a monument of extraordinary significance feel like feels like the British way of saying it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's also no animal, animal bones, no campfire chars, no mid, middens. What the hell is that? Dung. A dung hill. Or a refuse heap. No middens or other sort of trash heaps to help. A new date estimate was established with the help of Allen's analysis of snail artifacts, world's leading expert on mollusks, which he he knows which ones arrived when in England. It's complicated. His colleague, Philip Toms, a professor of physical geography at the University of Gloucestershire, also examined quartz taken from the deepest sediment layer, about three feet deep in the giant's elbow, a- elbows and soles, not its penis. Um, Tom's is an expert in op- optically stimulated luminescence, which shows when individual grains of quartz were last exposed to a ray of sunshine, a technique which has been compared to radiocarbon dating with su- with light. That's so freaking cool. Um, but solving the mystery of the giant's age leads to more questions. What or who does he represent? This p- probable, po- probable, my God, <laughs> my 
my god this probable saxon date places him in a dramatic period of saren history it's the name of the town so i feel like ah whatever of saren history states the national trust report which has yet to be published in a peer-reviewed journal nearby saren abbey was founded in seven in seven jesus 987 a.d some sources think the abbey was set up to convert locals from the worship of the early of an early anglo-saxon god known as heel he hail or helith an early part of our date range does not invite the the early part of our date range does invite the question, was the giant originally a depiction of that god? Meaning, was the abbey established to purify a pagan place? Wondered Pap- Papworth out- aloud. Alternatively, the National Trust Report asks an obvious question. Why would a rich and famous abbey a few yards away commission or sanction a naked man carved in chalk on a hillside? Scientists answer? I don't know. Same. Another possibility. Was the hillside carving act of of baby speech girl? Was the hillside carving an act of an outside graffito? It would seem oh my god, wow, why is reading so hard? I'm gonna make the article bigger, maybe that'll help. And we're almost done. It would seem to be an act of resistance by local people to create this fantastically rude pagan image along a hillside. Alison Sheridan, a freelance archaeologist consultant based in Edinburgh, told the new scientist. It's like two big fingers to the abbey, she said. (laughs) I don't know why that sentence is funny to me. Um... None of the extant records found in, in the Karna, Karn, Sarna, who's to say? Saren Abbas, Saren Abbas mentioned the giant, which is odd. Who made him and why? The question remains, said Martin Bell, professor of archaeology, scientist at University of Reading, who applauded the new research. Bell was a lead archaeologist in dating another predominant hill figure, the long man of Wilmington the to the sixteenth or seventeenth century, also using a technique the technique of op- optically stimulated luminescence. God, mm. that is so hard. Um oh, my brother's on the phone with somebody outside. There is another mystery within the there's another mystery within a mystery within the mystery. Oh my god. There is another mystery within a mystery that's worth mentioning. The predominant phallus of, of the giant gets a lot of atw- attention, quite rightly. Postcards from the nearby village are big sellers for tourist trade. University students, too, once outlined the figure of Marilyn Monroe in white paper on the nearby hill to catch the giant's eye. Oh my god. <laughs> Papworth of the National Trust said that when researchers flew sophisticated drones over the site and closely examined the images, they 
detected the giant's predominant anatomy might not be original, that subtle shifts in the earthworks might suggest alterations, perhaps in the 18th century. Huh. Mm, it, per- it appears to be the outline of a belt, Papworth said, uh, meaning that once upon a time the giant might not have been naked at all, but worn some trousers, or the 10th century version. More research is clearly needed to get to the bottom of this. End of article. Mm. Sorry, I'm Googling how big is its dick. <laughs> it's 26 feet. My God, 26 feet. That's five of me. I am the new... Fuck, what's his name? On the bridge in Boston. Oh. I, I literally was talking about this like a week Boston and a half bridge ago. Man. Smoot. What? Smoot. Yes. I am the new Smoot, except I'm ex- almost exactly five feet tall, so it doesn't really matter. Um. So, in fact, my fencing team at Mount Holyoke, and I've now graduated, so I can freely talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I graduate in three days, but it doesn't matter. Um, my fencing team, to measure out the length of the strip, the, the sorry, the width of the, the fencing strip, I would just mm-hmm. lie down. Yeah. Because it's five feet across. Um, Wait, I'm so curious about hill, hill, hill figures in England. Mm. There's lots of them. Oh my god, there's a there's a horse. You should go look these up. These are really cool. I spelled Eng- oh, I spelled English correctly. Shopping. Why would you? Oh, you can buy a book of English hill figures. There's our big, our big dick man. A man riding a horse. A man holding some poles. A horse with no man. Another horse. These Another are like. Horse. I feel like these are like crop circles, but better. You know. Yeah. These are these are way more fun. There's you know, a lot of horses. They really like horses. The English love them horses, you know? Who doesn't? People you know, actually, that's true. I was going to say, I know people who don't like horses. Did you hear, um, did you see when you were doing your research that to promote the Simpsons movie, there's there's a giant Homer Simpson? Yes. Who was made near near the man? Yeah, I did. I told you, I went on a deep dive. I went on a deep dive. Mm-hmm. A deep, deep dive. Mm. It's, just, it's, it's just so... Like, can you imagine going and standing? I want to go... St- I mean, you can't anymore because it's a protected area because of erosion. Mm. Um, but I really want to go stand on the penis. Mm. Why? Why are we so obsessed with, with fallacies? That's a great question. Is it because they're funny? Yeah. They're way funnier than vaginas. I don't know. There's there's certainly some Georgia O'Keeffe paintings that are pretty funny. Yeah, but it's Georgia O'Keeffe, you know? I just think, mm. you know, when you look at, like, Yiddish, there are way more Yiddish slang words for penis than there are 
for vagina. You've got schlong, schmuck, schmeckle. I can't think of any more. <laughs> but there are so many. Oh, so many. And, you know. I got on. Um, I just think, you know, I hate to talk about Freud because Freud. Because Freud, yeah. Point point blank Freud. Um, but oh my god, my brain just made some wild leaps in 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 my brain just made some wild connections. Um, and your sister's fiance. Um, <laughs> and I will tell you the wild leaps in logic I made. Not in logic, but the wild connections I made. Between to get... Freud and my sister's fiance. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. But um, our, we have an update on our cursed mimosa. Oh, yeah. Um, shout out to Emily, my sister's fiance, who I was telling her about our cursed mimosa. And she goes, why not take it a step further and take Dom Perignon? And just add tang powder. <laughs> it's awful. Would you like to hear the the leaps I made? Uh-huh. Well, so you said Freud and my mm. brain. Well, we were talking about fallacies. Mm. So, and I went to Freud. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about our high school sociology teacher. Because mm-hmm. um, we, we talked about Freud in that class. Yeah. And then I know... He was one of your sister's favorite teachers. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about your sister. And then I thought about your sister's fiance. And then I thought about our mimosa. Fair. And yeah. and there you have it. I can't believe we didn't do any British, bad British accents while reading this. But yeah, this man's got a big dick. And talk about big, big dick energy, you know? Yeah. Um, so wait, maybe you said... In some of the early depictions, he's depicted wearing, like, a belt. Maybe it's not a belt. Maybe it's pants. Mm. But there's... I feel like there was a picture from the 1600s where he had his dick out. And then the 1800s, his dick was put away. (laughs) There are, yeah. I'm looking at those now. and Maybe they got rid of his dick and then brought it back. Who knows what happened? Who knows? But either way, I don't know how much... I don't know if I have much more to say about this. But either way, it is a great story. You should go look at pictures of the Saren Abbas giant with his... Go look at this man's dick. I just like that... I I also like like his uh, asymmetrical nipples. Yeah, that's fun too. Do you think that in this town they have conversations about sex earlier? I don't know. Because of Big Man with the Big Schlong? Big Man, Big Dick? Big Man, Big, big Dong. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're like, what's, he has the same thing I have. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> well. Well. You see the pagans. They're like, that Big Man, Big Dong. Can we talk about it? Also, wait, hang on. A more important question no, that's a hard, that's a hard dick. That's not. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna... pretty sure all of the articles were described it as being erect. 
I I'm looking at it. It, it is most certainly not a flaccid. It's si- pointing straight up. <laughs> it's not a flaccid situation. It is. Um, I almost said. You know, I have to say it now. Eyes to the skies. Um, mm. Eyes, eye, probably. Oh man. Anyway, so um, should we move on? Yeah, you should follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Is there like a? I don't want to say trigger warning, but like, uh, the most explicit like content warning for this episode. Just I'll put it in the description. Penis talk. I don't know. Yeah, we spent we spend too much time talking about dicks this episode. Yeah, at least it's um. not. We're not talking about like a. We're not talking about them sexually. It's not like, well, no, we didn't talk about Prince Albert's. No, no sexual. We we mainly just talked about, like, horseback riding and the fact that he could have just worn a codpiece. But um. it's to, I feel like it wasn't, but it, Prince Albert, <laughs> I feel like it, what is the point of a codpiece? Remind me. It's, it's basically a, a medieval cup. But it's not, it wasn't to protect, it, it was specifically not for protection, though. That's not what he was wearing it, to protect mm. his penis. It, it was, was to, to, like... to hide it. it yeah, because it was so massive. <laughs> anyway. No, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> I feel like I didn't get to make my point about Queen Victoria. My point about Queen Victoria was all she cared about was riding Prince Albert's dick all day long. Like... She did not really, and being queen, I guess she cared about being queen, but like she, she that's had why, a lot of kids, but she like didn't care about any of her kids. Yeah. Not really. She didn't care oh. about really being a mother, but she like literally just wanted to fuck. He had a big dick. Anyway, moving on. I was about to say good for her, but fuck Queen Victoria. Follow us on Twitter at HYHTGM Podcast. Uh, follow uh, uh, at Tangents Only on Twitter for our oh, updates wait, I have about one more thing our about other Queen, podcasts. One other thing about Queen Victoria. Uh-huh. Um, she caused quite the scandal after Prince Albert died because according to history, um, she, like, I don't know if this is, I feel like there's a huge power imbalance here, but she... Like, oh, I heard that truck go by or whatever yeah. it was. Um, she like the next like lover she had was um an Indian man, and people didn't like it. Hmm. Because um, racism. Yeah. And she was the Empress of India, and he was like some guy, probably. I don't know the mm-hmm. story, but yeah, people suck. Uh- so follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Did you just change your mic? Yes. On Zoom. <laughs> yes. Uh, follow us on Twitter at hyhtgn podcast. Follow our network at Tangents Only for updates about our upcoming podcasts. Um, send us an email hyhtgn podcast at gmail dot com. Tangents Only at gmail dot com. Wish me a happy and birthday. Wish Sophia a happy birthday. Leave my us birthday, a review on iTunes. My birthday will have passed by the time. This episode goes It'll up. be after your birthday. But can, before you graduate. Can wish me a happy belated birthday. Um, Which I will accept. I will accept your birthday wishes. Any time of the year I will accept birthday wishes. Wish Kat a happy birthday. 
Um, yeah. I um, took my meds today. It'd be like that sometimes. Um, as always, our sponsor this week is water. Drink water. You need it to survive. And actually, um, this week, uh, I would like to tell you about an exciting new product from the creators of water. Ice. When it's hot out, take water and make it cold and hard. And it is ice. I thought you were about to tell me that we actually had like a sponsorship <laughs> that you were about to surprise me with. A new a new product from the creators of water. That you were going to like surprise me with like right now that you'd like accepted a sponsorship deal like without like. Not that I would you, tell you. You would. Yeah, you would absolutely tell I me. Put, I, I just thought of that because I put and I it's melted now because it's hot out. But I put an ice cube in my water earlier today and it was really nice because it's very fucking hot and I hate being warm. So ice water. Uh, yeah, our sponsor is water. Um, with water, with premium subscription service, ice. If you have a working freezer, which hopefully everybody does, and if you don't have a working freezer, um, then it really is a premium subscription service because you're gonna have to fucking go to a store and buy ice. You know what I hate? Sorry. Quick thing. Quick mm. thing. Um, if you're like actively buying bottled water and like drinking bottled water on the reg instead of getting water out of your like tap or i mean some people need to the people Um, who like people don't have access to clean water yeah the people who need to do it i this is specifically at the people who not directed at the people who need to but like the people who live in the people who live in the suburbia that we grew up in um not the people who literally need it to survive who don't have access to clean water that is what i meant if you Mm. couldn't tell by my anger at the that yeah that's what i meant no the people who are like like oh i don't like drinking tap water because it has fluoride in it um so you're going out and buying like dasani or like Poland Springs, which by the way, I'm gonna at them because uh, I don't ever want to accept a sponsorship from a fucking bottled water company. Fuck yeah. you. Wait, um, not bottled water, but if what was it, the canned water company that does like manly water? Have you not heard about this? No. I'm gonna look it up. You keep talking. Um, no, it just really it really pisses me off because um, most of the time it it is literally tap water. That they are, in yeah. fact, bottling. Oh, it's um, liquid death. I thought liquid death was like coffee. It's water. <laughs> Is it really? It's water in a can. Um, because, and it's all because cans can be recycled. Oh. Um. But um, it's it's funny because it's trying to be like hyper masculine. I believe it's also like. Um. Yeah. I will look uh, deeper. I've heard of liquid death. I will look more into it and see if it aligns with my personal beliefs. Yeah. But I have I have issues with people buying like big pallets of like yeah that when they live in towns that have and places that have perfectly good fresh drinking water that is yeah free flowing from your tap and also does not cost a lot of money yeah. and you could also like um if you 
Like if the if you feel iffy about your water, and it get doesn't a fucking, have like lead get a in it, there's fucking Brita, Brita filters. filter. Like I drink filtered water. Um, I have a giant like water dispenser that I fill up like once a day to filter water. Get a Brita filter. Our my fridge at home has a filter in it. That's where I get my water. Like I get, and it's colder. Um, but like. It's super frustrating when you're like, I just don't like the water that comes out of my sink. Yeah, you don't like it when, like, people in Flint literally haven't had access to clean drinking water since 2012. Like, oh my god. Sorry. It really just makes me angry. When every single week since the beginning of our podcast we've been talking about, you literally need it to survive. (sighs) I don't know why that was weighing on me, but... There, there we have it. We do. We literally need. We literally it's, need it's it to survive. Point. And the fact that people in Flint are having to pay oodles and oodles of dollars and cents to buy bottled water. Not just in Flint. Not just in Flint. But, like, there are so many indigenous communities yeah. That don't have access to clean water. This isn't good news. This is the news. It's the news. Also, um, for the record, um, I-, I know a lot of people like Poland, Sp- the way Poland Spring tastes. Poland Spring is owned by Nestle, and Nestle sources water, literally takes water away from certain indigenous communities. Literally. Yeah, okay. that, and also, it's... Look it up. It's also, like, Nestle and, um, like coca-cola though like yeah brands owned by coca-cola um it's, it's tap it's tap it's it's tap water it's tap water you can look it up it's tap water yeah okay um all right should we move right. on would you like an article without con- a headline without context yes please i had one and i scrolled away um, also these sec- issues hang on one one final comment these uh-huh. issues disproportionately affect like most things in the united states and the world disproportionately affect black and brown people um so like yeah yeah um not to like don't want to be one of those people who's like shaming people for their water choices because like sometimes you have to buy a bottle of water and like whatever but if it's like if you are constantly always buying one the amount of plastic that plastic waste that that makes and two it's just like even if you recycle that bottle it's probably not going to end up being recycled for the record exactly and it's just like two one yeah not going to get recycled two um just for your the sake of your own wallet so expensive it's it's so much more expensive um pro tip most airports if you have a reusable water bottle and it's empty you can take it through security yeah people don't always know that people think they have to buy water bottles at the airport but you don't um yeah if you have an empty water bottle and then find a water fountain you can fill it up on the other side of security you can also this is something that i um you can also get there are water bottles that are collapsible and you can bring those 
And also, um, sports stadiums are required to have drinking fountains. Legally. I did not know that. Legally, they're required to have a drinking fountain. They do a very good job of hiding them. But legally, they are required to have drinking fountains. Um, Because otherwise, people will die. Because, again, you literally need water to survive. Um, But yeah, they do a really good job of hiding them. Um, And you can buy, like, collapsible, reusable water bottles. Um, And that's a really good way to sneak a water bottle into a sports stadium. Which is not illegal. Um... Yeah, and also, like, people think that buying a reusable water bottle is very expensive, but there are really good reusable water bottles that are not very expensive. You don't have to be sinking, like, $30 into buying a hydro flask. You can buy a Nalgene for, like, $10, and those things last forever. Mm-hmm. I've had the same Nalgene water bottle that I take on hiking trips that's, like, like i forgot how many liters it is but how many liters is this one i covered it up um i'm here's my here's my thing um i have a problem this Mm -hmm. one is 20 ounces i have like a 30 ounce nalgene that i've had forever um i'm on the I i have an addiction and i'm on the hunt for the perfect water bottle and i have yet to find it so that's my problem it's okay. I understand um, it. Yeah, I, I like, need a new water bottle. Um, th- so my go-to water bottle, it's not really a water bottle. It's like a cup with a lid, basically, and a straw. Um, and I got this at a barcade <laughs> because I ordered the drink that came in do it. You like a, do you like, so you like a straw? I love a straw. You like a straw. I don't it's- like to clean a straw, mm. but I like a straw. Oh, I forgot to do an article out of context. Yeah. Fuck. Um, where to go? Um, Guy Fieri rocked out incognito at a Slipknot show. Good for him. Anyway, Lego unveils first LGBTQ set ahead of Pride Month. This article comes to us from CNN Style. Uh, it is by Zamir Rahim. Uh, mm. and uh, Lego fans can build castles, jungles. Yes, Sophia. I have a question. Yes. Um, how do you feel about, like, pride collections in general? I So here's my thing. Generally speaking, it is better to buy from small queer artists than to buy from big box companies. Also, a lot of companies' pride merch is homophobic. Like, you've seen, you've <laughs> seen, you've seen the, like, just really, really ugly exploitative stuff. Anything that's rainbow and says ally on it is immediately disqualified from being pride merch because it's basically just saying, hi, I'm straight. Um, Yep. What was I going to say? Oh, that being said, also, I don't think I hate. I hate um, alcohol, like rainbow capitalism, alcohol, because like there's a lot of. Alcohol alcoholism is a huge problem within the queer community. Yeah. And it feels super exploitative. 
Um, All of that being said, like, for instance, like Target's Pride merch. I own some Target Pride merch. I like Target's. I like a lot of the stuff in Target's Pride collection this year. I will probably get some. You know why? Because all, not just during June, all year round, Target donates to queer organizations and does work for queer stuff. Yeah. Like, I, if, the there's the, like, generally speaking, rainbow capitalism is bad. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. That being said, like, even, like, 10 years ago, being able to find something that was, like, openly for gay people. Mm-hmm. That from a big name store was like a huge deal. Yeah. These days, like even even in the year of our Lord, 2021, um, there are still companies that are openly homophobic. And so it's on the one hand, it's bad to be it's bad that big capitalist companies are pandering to gay people only ever during June. On the other hand, we are a big enough and well recognized enough community to be pandered to. Yeah. And if (laughs) companies can back up their rainbow crap with good politics, I'm all for that. That's why I appreciate... And one thing that I will say about REI, which I've always appreciated, is that their Mm. pride stuff is available year-round. For the most... Like, in the store. Not necessarily online, but, like, I've Mm. gone into REIs in, like, December, and their pride stuff is still available. Like, you can still find it. And they have on their page under their stewardship section like the organizations that they donate to um and not just for pride but like all of their um like under their like mission statement basically um which is part of what the rei co-op is because i believe hang on i um I think REI is, yes. Um, REI is not, I think REI is owned by its members and employees. Um, so if you, like, join the, the co-op, which mm. is, like, what you become a part of, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, like, a whole thing. Um but it's, like, why people talk about REI being a good company. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there are, like, good companies, you know. Um, yeah. But it's, like, one of those things where it's, like... Yeah. I So I'm on the REI About page. More than 70% of our annual profits are invested back into the outdoor community. Yep. Uh, through dividends to REI members, employee profit sharing, and retirement and investments in nonprofits. Yeah. That's why people talk about They're also closed on Black Friday, which I love. Yeah, they've always been closed on they've they're never open on Black Friday. They've yeah. always been one of those like companies that I've always I've I've never anytime I've gone into an REI to like buy something, I was going to buy uh, a backpack. Um I have never had an experience where I felt like I was being talked down to for, like, not knowing stuff about being in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. I've also been able to find stuff in my sizes there as well. And I've never felt, like, fat-shamed for being fat 
in an REI. Mm. They have like a pretty wide range of sizes, both in the store and online, which I've mm. very much appreciated. And granted, that's also like due to the because they don't like they have the REI brand of stuff, but they also carry their own gear. Mm-hmm. They also carry like other brand gear. So there's like the REI brand stuff, and then like they have like Osprey and other brands of things. Not to like suck REI's dick off too much. Um, give us money, and then we'll talk even more. <laughs> REI's about how not much gonna REI's not gonna give us money, but. Anyway, oh my back God. to my article. Back to your article about rainbow capitalism. No, I'm joking. Yes. Lego, fa- I mean, it kind of is. That, I, I mean, I picked it so we could talk about, uh, like, rainbow capitalism. What, what are your thoughts on rainbow capitalism? I think I have really similar thoughts to you in that um, it's really frustrating when you have, like, big banks and, like, oil companies in June changing their logos and like Verizon and AT&T changing their logos to rainbow logos in June or like Twitter and stuff like that changing their logos in June to be just like making things rainbow for the sake of like appearing to be accepting yeah but then you have um companies like um crocs crocs REI, Target. Ni- yeah or like nike who are putting in a lot of put their money where their mouth is yeah and they're they're making these collections that are clearly like i don't know if you saw the like converse pride collection last year um but it was like really really cool you could get converse pride in so many of the different flag like pride flags yeah um and i thought that was and you could do like so much customization on their website and i thought that was really cool and i think it's i think on the one hand it's like again like no ethical consumption or whatever but Mm -hmm. i feel like my problem when people are like, haha, no ethical consumption. It when you say there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, that doesn't give you an ex- an excuse to consume unethically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like just because there's no ethical consumption, it doesn't mean you shouldn't try to consume as ethically as possible. Exactly. Which goes back to my thing that I was talking about with the wa- with drinking with drinking water. Also, uh, I just um, I just want to throw out there. Um, so the I love a large variety of pride flags so like I love get being able to get stuff that has non-binary or bisexual pride flags or like I love it when they include the trans pride flag that being said every person every big company that has ever sold merch with the lesbian pride flag specifically the like orange white pink one you know the one Mm -hmm. the widely accepted lesbian pride flag owes emily gwen money she is 24 years old and she literally has to beg for money on the internet to pay her bills and she is the like creator of the lesbian pride flag yeah like the widely accepted one yeah and i will say i mean i know i'm i'm talking about nike like um and these companies understanding the fact that like yes these companies 
a lot of them have like sh- pretty shitty business practices in general in terms of the way they are manufacturing these products like take it with a grain of salt um understanding i will say um on her website she's like literally anybody can use the lesbian flag so long as they're uh you know so long as they're doing it for lesbians but if you're not a lesbian and or or lgbt plus please donate to a charity that supports lesbians if you're going to use my fucking flag Um, yeah it's like if you're if you're doing my my thoughts on rainbow capitalism and i remember when i was at pride a couple years ago and there were i got handed a i got handed a little i got handed a flag by one of the people in 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 at, at the the march is mm-hmm. it a march what is it the parade. parade parade march what am i talking about uh, in the parade and i looked at it and it was a td bank god flag. i own some td bank rainbow flags that i got for free at pride and i'm like this fucking sucks <laughs> um, the most capitalist ra- kind of homophobic honestly like and then i look at the stuff like my my friend's mom uh works for monotype and they make fonts mm-hmm. and you know they don't go to pride and i don't know if they have like a tw- i don't know what their situation is but mm-hmm. um every year they participate in a at least i think so i could be wrong and my friend will potentially correct me but every year they participate in this pretty big gala for to raise money for lgbt organizations in the boston area mm-hmm. and it's like that's the kind of thing that's like putting your money where your mouth is it's like if you're gonna participate in the rainbow capitalism of it all then like yeah. then do it it's like don't like and then the other thing is the other thing is with stuff like td bank and these other big companies they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna put the pride flag on a bunch of our shit and then donate a hundred thousand dollars it's like oh great so like less than one percent of yeah what you make in Um, a year and it's like it's like i don't want to be ungrateful and say like oh so you're my thing is if you give me rainbow shit for free i will fucking take it yeah that's my thing like, it, when I'm at Pride, I feel like the vast majority of the free stuff is the stuff that has branding on it, which, like, on the one hand, that's shitty, but on the other hand, I understand why you're giving away a bunch of crap for free. Uh, you want to at least get your name out there. Yeah. And I, I'll take it. I'll, like, put a little flag on my desk or whatever. But, like, <coughs> if you you're hear? charging me money for stuff, don't put your fucking brands. Don't put TD Bank on it, you know? Yeah. Did you hear about, um, speaking of Pride, did you hear about how New York City has banned cops from Pride? Yes. Um, great decision. Somebody, I saw a TikTok about this where somebody was like, I feel like this is bad because, like, who wins here? Because, um, yeah, like, cops are bad, but... I've only seen people reacting to that and being like, you know who wins? Literally everyone. Literally everyone. Yeah. I, I've also only seen reactions to that. My The the one that I've seen was no cops at Pride, only Chris Evans with a baseball bat. 
Yes, you sent me that one. Yes, I, I did. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, um, so the article. <laughs> so Lego. Uh, so, so Lego. The Lego, that, the Lego set that I really want is the one of the bonsai tree with the frogs. Nice. Do you know about this? I, the, I think I've seen it. The leaves, I, I love Lego that are like the very leaves, open-ended. The leaves are frogs. Oh. I will send it to you. Okay. Um, Lego fans can build castles, jungles. Okay. Again, this is from CNN Style. This article is written by Zamir Rahim. Um, Lego fans can build castles, jungles, and entire cent- town centers with the right set of bricks. But from June... The company will launch a brand new product, its first ever LGBTQ-themed set named Everyone is Awesome. Um, Wait, did you... I was going to talk about Lego a little bit today, too, because I was going to... My article without context, if you didn't have one, was going to be about... I actually wasn't going to do this, but um, it was going to be about black market Lego collection, like Lego bricks. Oh, Yes. Look at the leaves. They're frogs. I It won't let me. One sec. Oh, my goodness. That's so cute. It's sold out. Because the leaves are frogs. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Uh, it's first ever LGBTQ-themed set named Everyone is Awesome. The 36... 36- 346-piece set contains 11 figures, each with an assigned rainbow color. Lego said Thursday that the model was inspired by the classic rainbow flag, an enduring symbol of solidarity for the LGBTQ plus community. The new product will go on sale at the beginning of June to mark Pride Month. I wanted to create a model that symbolizes inclusivity and celebrates everyone, no matter how they identify or who they love, the set's designer Matthew Ashton said in a statement Thursday. The company has customers of all ages, but its sets are beloved childhood toys in many households. Having LGBT-inclusive toys creates a safe space for families to let LGBT children know that they are loved and accepted, Joe Nellist from UK's LGBT Foundation told CNN. Nellist added, growing up in a world which often tells you there is something wrong with you can lead a person to developing a deep deep sense of shame. Something we all know can have a long lasting impact on both physical, goodness gracious, on both mental and you're good, mental and physical health. Ashton said the set was also a celebration of the LGBTQ plus community within Lego and among the company's adult fans. I am fortunate to be part of a proud, supportive, and passionate community of colleagues and fans, he said. We share our love for creativity, self-expression, and creativity and self-expression through Lego bricks. And this set is a way to show my gratitude for all the love and inspiration that is constantly shared. Why is it ages 18 plus? What? On the website, it says ages 18 plus. The bonsai or the LGBTQ thing? No, the LGBT set. That's so weird. That's weird. Um, it um, is weird, isn't it? Uh, the company has had a busy year. Sales surged during summer 2020 as more people began spending time at home due to the pandemic and sought out toys. Lego's operating profit rose 11%, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Um <laughs> 
The Everyone is Awesome set comes as the wider toy industry takes steps to make iconic children's products more inclusive. In 2020, Mattel, the company behind Barbie dolls, unveiled a range which included a doll with no hair and one with the skin condition Vitiligo. 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 Mattel also produced a separate doll line in 2019 called Creatable World, which featured uh, gender-inclusive toys. People got real mad about that. Yeah. I thought that's our favorite hate group. Oh, yeah. One million moms. I wonder if they're going to be mad at Lego. Hang on. Off off to one million moms dot com. I bet they're pressed about Lego. I don't know if they know yet. They're slow on the uptake a lot of the times. Um, One thing I wanted to say, uh, just to point to kind of like look at in regards to the Lego set is the colors that it comes in, like the colors that are included. It's really um, cool. Which are black, brown, red, no, they're orange. S- they are very slow on the uptake. Their most recent story is. They Have are- they found out about Lil Nas X yet? <laughs> no, they're not mad about Lil Nas. I think they've realized they, they are, they're on a campaign to drop, um, an animated series from Netflix about which show Paradise PD, which is about small town cops because it's mocking Jesus. Um, I mean, the series drops the f bomb a couple times during this episode. Jesus will not be mocked. One million moms will not stand for it. Goodness gracious! Jesus is pretty. Portraying Jesus on a killing spree and partaking in a threesome is horrific and offends two billion Christians worldwide. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what uh, happens. Oh, my God. Well, Paradise PD is probably a terrible show because it's about cops. Yeah. So um, I'm sorry. Who whoopst, whoopst in the world wants a Lego mod- wants a Lego set that is a model of the apartments from Friends? Oh, there are people out there who want that. I'm sure. Are you on... uh, In 2021? I'm on the Lego homepage. Well, Friends is having a reunion. Who cares about Friends anymore? No one. Old people. Anyway. My cousins. The colors. I got distracted. Um, No, I don't want to be mean to my cousins. People love Friends. Straight straight people. That's who. See, I watched all of Friends because, you know, I... Sorry to interrupt. It's straight people. Mostly, yeah. Um, I watch all of Friends because I feel like it's an important part of TV history. Yes. But it's, like, not good. It's straight people. Oh, but I, I wanted to point out the colors here. Yes. I, I keep getting distracted. Let me let me do this and then go back to being distracted. But it's black, brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. And then the colors of the trans pride flag, a very light blue, a white, and a pink. And I like the fact that it included black and brown and the trans pride flag colors. It is a very, it is a very light blue. Um, I really like that they have included the trans flag and yeah. black and brown. I think it's, well, it's the Philadelphia, isn't that the Philadelphia? It's sort yeah. of like the colors of the, the Philadelphia pride flag. Am I right? The, that flag yeah. is the, I, I just, I think it's, it's really good that this isn't just the, yeah, it's not just... They didn't just slap a rainbow on something and call it done. 
it's um they really they put they the the people who designed it i believe are queer um and they like put thought and effort into what it looks like yeah it it really just seems like i kind of want it it's really cute Do you think it'll get sold out really quickly? Maybe. I don't know. June Probably. Fir- it seems like the kind of thing that would sell out really quickly. June 1st. I, can't, I just... The one thing that's really throwing me is the um, 18 plus. Yeah. I... I'm, I guess... Are the Star Wars ones also 18 plus? Um, I know. I'm looking at the Stormtrooper one now. Hey, come back. Mm. Yes, this Stormtrooper one is also 18 plus. Yeah. And so are the, like, any of the, like, more complicated models seem to be 18 plus. The Avengers one, this Iron Man one is also 18 plus. So I guess it's not a... It, it must be a that it is more complex, maybe yeah. to build, or. Um, oh God. Sorry, I. There's a spider spider mech verse venom. It's a retired product, but there's a venom mech and a spider man mech that you can make. Also, is that black cat? There are so many Legos. There are so many Legos. I just really love Spider-Man. We are... we. I think we know. I think I cut it out of the last episode when mm. I was talking about... Um, when I talked about how I've read, like, the first 20 pages of results for Peter Parker on AO3. Damn. Um, Spider-Man. There's a whole section devoted to Spider-Man on the website on the 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 lego website i love him Ooh, look at that venom Should very we, complex do sorry we, i i got distracted um yeah perhaps I, we should wrap up i think this this is it it, it, it oh ah uh, uh. ah uh, 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 uh. um my thing with this is it feels very thoughtful. Yes. It does not feel like... It doesn't feel like they just slapped a rainbow on stuff. No, it doesn't. It feels like it's very um, deliberately made and considerate of the people who are... Um, who it's intended to, to be built for. And it also seems like the kind of thing that parents of younger LGBT kids... Um, yeah could get for their child and um that it it could be a really sweet and supportive thing to get for your kid yeah um i just think it's a very and lego i mean lego is one of those things that's always very cute and i think that this particular product is very much encapsulated in that you have heard the good news about the dispensary in Wellfleet, about that man on the side of a hill with the with big, the big dick. With You've the, heard 
too much about Prince Albert. Sorry. Um, I was cursed with news. I was cursed with the knowledge of Prince Albert, and now every one of our listeners is also cursed. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you have heard the good my news gift about my gift to you. Thank you so much. You have heard the good news about what else did we talk? Guy Fieri at a Slipknot concert. Good for him. Um, was it safe? Was he being safe? I believe so. How much we I don't, hate... I didn't look into it. We are briefly talked about our dislike of J.K. Rowling. Um, we talked That's about... That's not good news, though. But you heard the good news about um, rainbow capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much of my water bottle rant you'll keep in. That's not good news, though. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I have been Dylan slash Cat. I have been Sophia. Good night and good news. And I will catch you on the flip side. And that flip side will be my my t- the beginning of my twenty. Would it be my twenty third year? Who's to say? Well, it w- I, w- I guess your first. You wouldn't say your zeroth year. So yeah, it would be your twenty third. My twenty third year, and um, I will be a college graduate. Disgusting. That is. Is that the? That's that the, the wedding march. Song? That's the wedding march. Damn it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Da, 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 da. That's pomp and circumstance.